0: Welcome to the last installment of the Varshalini Tanleha Merklaal, Paradoxically, Things Which um, Cannot Be Said At All, uh, which is a subseries within uh, the art of Psak in Igris Moshe. Stay tuned, please, for the next uh, sub series. Our text today is Igris Moshe, Evan Ezer, Chelek Aleph, uh, Simon, Kuf Aleph. We've been going through his Moshe, but in chronological order. Uh, but this and the episode previous to this are undated chuvot so we can't know if we're doing them in order or not. Uh, the chuva is written to Rav Chaim El Azri. Uh, rabbi El Azri is rabbi in Canton, Ohio, until 1972, and he lives till 1984. Uh, the tshuvah does not address him as the rabbi of Canton, Ohio, which might uh, tend to think that it's late, but actually Rav Moshe has four chuvot to Rabbi El Azri, and one of them is written in 5717. Uh, well before uh, 1972 and also does not address him as a rabbi of Canton, Ohio, so that seems not to be an adequate proof. Uh, Rav Moshe certainly has a uh, relationship with Rabbi Azri um, and the other tshuva, The other three tshuva are two in 5710 and one in 5717. Um, so if I had to guess I would think this was an early tshuva uh, from around uh, then from the late fifth from the 1950s um, and that also fits into the pattern we've generally seen in Moshe's use of the phrase, Le that um, when he's having a long, uh, you know, enjoyable conversation with a colleague, he will use the phrase more loosely than when he's uh, arguing on something that he really cares about, la massa, where he has a, a, a moral stake in the issue. And here, too, the phrase is used rather loosely and extremely, uh, we saw that Rav Moshe uses it, uh, even says things that cannot be said at all, not only when the other person has said them already, but even when um, Akronim or, or even Rishonim have said them. In this case, uh, we'll see that he uses it about a position taken by the Mishnah Lamelach So let's go to the, let's go to the actual Truva itself, which I think is uh, important and fascinating. The background I want to give you to this tshuva is that there's a famous uh, Lamasa dispute between Rav Moshe and Rav Yosef Eliyahu Henkin, uh, perhaps we'll do a series on on that at some point by itself, where um, Rav Henkin thinks that in the vast majority of cases civil marriage affects halachic kedushin, and Rav Moshe, while he admits that that would make a lot of sense, thinks that it's against all the evidence. Uh, it's a vital p'sak in in, uh, in the United States generally in terms and in terms of preventing uh, Um and it's somewhat distinct from their. Uh, what they also disputed about non-Orthodox marriage we'll, uh, is not exactly the same issue uh, but what we'll see in this triva is that uh, even if we take Rav Moshe's pos- position there as fundamental, which I think is correct that his conception of the relationship between condition, condition and marriage and uh, you know in common law marriage, civil marriage, all those things is not quite as different from of Henkin's as you might have thought so let's um, so let's start the, with the, with the with the content of the shuva. The question of asks is if uh, X marries Y civilly, and now um, after some years they want to marry, uh, be, they want to marry with the chuppah, kedushin, Kedas, Moshe v'Yisrael. Um, so what should the ketubah be? Now this question assumes that they are not already halachically married, so they can have a chuppah kedushin with a bracha. Or he doesn't ask a question whether right, whether it's a suffolk bracha or not. The question just is what is the ketubah since at the time. Of the condition of the chuppah, uh, um, since the marriage has presumably been consummated in the interim, or def- right, or not just presumably, but the couple have said so, um, so she plainly is not a Betula, she's not a virgin, and so there is, uh, the ketubah, um should be one hundred as a default, unless he explicitly, uh, you know, chooses to accept upon himself a greater Ketubah. Uh, so Ramosha Moshe can, uh, points out um, that there are many other cases uh, where a man would be marrying a woman who is, um, who is known to him not to be a betula as a result of his own prior uh, relationship with her. Uh, two of these cases are um, cases mentioned in the Torah, uh, either where, uh, where he has raped the woman, we're going to leave aside the emotional consequences of that case, but you know the Torah says that uh, he is obligated to marry her if she is willing and then he cannot divorce her and then he has to pay a fine, and similarly if um, he seduced her. Uh, right, there's a right, if she is ne'enas or mefuta by him, so Moshe thinks that um, from one of these cases there is a clear proof that the um, there's a clear proof that in one of these cases the ketubah is two hundred even though at the time of marriage uh, the woman is obviously not a betula. Um, the case he c- comes up with is that on Yevamos daf 68. Rafuna Barav says that if a Kohen Gadol marries a woman that he himself seduced, um, so the marriage is forbidden because a Kohen Gadol has to marry a virgin, but nonetheless it's chal, right? it takes a lachic effect, he has to divorce her vairaget. And Ravacha Bar Yaakov says that as a result, um, because the marriage is chal, he does not have to pay the knas of a mefuta, because a mefuta does not have to pay the, um, pay the knas if he marries her, which is his choice. Um, unlike an onus who, uh, right, who pays the fine anyway. And Tosus says, but hang on a sec, now he has to give her a kutuba, so what does it matter whether we call the money that he has to give her the a knas or a kutuba? So Tosos replies that there are three nafkaminos. One is um, if, sh- if at some point she forgives the Ktuba, so she can forgive the Ktuba, but she can't forgive the, or she hasn't forgiven the knas, so leave us decide whether she can or hasn't. Uh, secondly, that the Ketubah and the Knas are paid from different qualities of land, if they're paid out of land. And thirdly, that the Ketubah is the whereas the Knas is the Orayta. The is if actually the Knas and the Ketubah are different amounts, then that would obviously be enough community that the Tosa should have mentioned, but he doesn't. Um, and uh, 50 and the, the, fi- the knas of 50 is equal to 200, so obviously she gets the Ketubah of 200 and not 100. Uh, now, the Michelin Melech says, maybe you're wrong, yeah. maybe the Knast of 50 is only equal to uh, the Ketubah of uh, 100. Rabosha says, this is Lonitan. Nitanle this is something that can't be said at all, and he brings various proofs that uh, obviously the 50 equals um, equals 200, that Rebbe uh, uh, Gamliel learns the amount of the Ketubah of Tula from, uh right, from from the Knas, so that obviously can that obviously connects it. Um and Pittina ben also we have we have the numbers. Ramosha says that the Mishnah Melach is either a toast with Var Mishnah or else a typo, which is we said, you know, that particularly in Lumdish discussion, uh he's he is willing to make extreme statements of that sort. This is not really the core of our um, of our issue. Uh Ramosha then points out so this is <coughs> that's in terms of somebody marrying <coughs> their own, their own uh, mefuta or, uh, or or onus, which is not the um, the circumstance we have here. But Moshe says here, I have three other cases where a man would um, would would have kedushin bechal with a woman whom he knows at the time of the chalos kedushin is not a betula, and the reason he knows that is because he has in fact uh, had um, full intercourse with her. Um, three cases are if he married her as a minor. And then after she becomes, uh, we're going to leave aside the question, right, of why we're matir, uh, why we're matir sex with uh, Betula, right, the halacha doesn't have a, doesn't ban uh, that sort of marriage, doesn't call it statutory rape, um, not a rishu, so, um, so um, Ramosha says, that that's one case where when, where the, the marriage only chald until, rabbanan until she reaches majority, so when she reaches majority, you have to do something to affect the marriage again, what you have to do is a whole separate halachi dispute. Um, and obviously, in that case, in that case, she's not going to be a, um, a batula. A second case is what happens if the um, what happens if the if the, if uh, he civilly married a um, a woman while she was not Jewish and then she converts. And the third case is what happens if a woman forgave her ketubah, and now if they want to live together, you can't live together like ketubah, so he has to write her a new ketubah, What should the amount of the new um, of the new ketuba be? Siravashi says Machlokus in that last case where she forgives, uh, he thinks the correct result is she gets two hundred, and the question is why? Since she's not a betula, um, when he writes the nuktuva, why, why should she get two hundred? Um, so one possibility is that um, that in the other two cases, right, that where he um, where he did something to diminish the value, right? He consummated the marriage without without. Uh, he, cons- he consummated intercourse without uh, giving her ktuba so it's his fault. Um, that doesn't apply to a case where she forgives. Um, so that's not the uh, right. So we have to reframe it as saying that he himself accepts that she should not um, lose because of what he uh, cause of what he did. But that still doesn't explain the um, the case where she forgives it. Eva, um, anyway, yes, you could say no, like you know, it's still he's the one who consummated it. Um, or right, so but so the first approach is going to be somehow that he takes responsibility for her not being a uh, a betula. Um Still, may not be great in the case where she forgives, but we can work it out. And the second possibility, which uh, seems much more conceptually interesting, is that the obligation dates back uh, in the case of forgiveness to the original marriage. Uh, that he has, uh, he has language him saying that that the Ketubah is two hundred because that was the the obligation of the Ketubah was incurred at the um, the moment of the original marriage. And this new Ketubah, even though she forgave the original one, this new Ketubah is really being um, re- is really a recreation of the original chiyav and not a um, and not a new Kiev. So that's a very odd claim. Why should that be? She forgave it. Uh, so that Russia has a, right, and, um Right, and would that apply in any way to a uh, case where there was no halachic marriage? So Reb says radically that yes, it could apply to cases right, where uh, where there was no prior um, Kiddushin and therefore there's no actual Chiyif of Now how can that be? Um, so here's what Reb says. Demasa Le'kicha Le'inin kol have a below uh, ha-Kidushin. That the masala kichi, so the action of taking someone as, taking a woman as wife, regarding all the obligations in a husband and wife, is not dependent on kiddushin. What it depends on, this sounds very much like Ravenkin, it depends on X and Y agreeing to be in a husband and wife relationship. Achkevan Shilohaya Kinyan you call says but that relationship uh, is non it establishes the terms of the relationship, but it's non binding, they can each back out. It's parallel to something we may also discuss, um, that if you hold that you can't that the Pasukine Sralvodim uh prevents um, binding contracts for a specific performance for labor so then, if I agree to work for you for a certain um, salary at a certain conditions, those salary and conditions are binding um, on us so long as the relationship continues. But you can't stop me from leaving, and according to at least Rav, I can't stop you from terminating the contract either. It's just it governs the terms of a relationship, but it ceases the moment that the relationship ceases. Ramesh seems to think that's what happens in circumstances like this as well. That um, that for all that you enter. When you enter into a committed monogamous relationship, though it's not even clear exactly how how much the monogamy is a core factor, and because uh, that's a that's a more complicated issue which would require more explanation. Um, but a committed, let's say, a, a committed uh, one-to-one relationship. Um, so then, all the normal obligations of husband and wife apply, so long as you're in the relationship. It's just that you. You know, either side can terminate it at, um, at will. Um, really interesting claim, right, right? And he says it's like, you know, if you buy an object, the purpose of a Kenyan when you buy an object is to prevent back-sease. Um But the, the sale um, t- right, took, can take place only with words. Um, it's just that, right, even though word, but words just can't create a Kenyan. So therefore he says, <laughs> Um, right, so therefore, if the marriage relationship is initiated while she is a minor, um, then that in, that defines the relationship, and the kinyan um, that happens later, the deraisa kinyan, just ratifies the existing relationship. It doesn't initiate the relationship, uh, and therefore, so therefore, she. Uh, is a woman who has entered into marriage with him as a Batula, even if the Kenyan only happens after she became a Batula. The only thing is that if he explicitly states no, I don't wish to marry you uh, unless, I, unless your ketubah is diminished to 100, so then he right, what he's doing is he's withdrawing from the original marriage, and the original marriage, era, this seems to be a, something of a whole with, at least I need to figure out how to fill um, doesn't generate an obligation of ketubah, and so and Moshe can both say that the chiyuv of ketubah is implicit in it, and yet that when you when you breach it without a get, um, it doesn't um, it doesn't uh, initiate the obligation of a ketubah. Um so there's going to have to be something a little bit fancy, uh, fancy, fancy there to explain it. That maybe the chiyuv of, of uh, it's a fancy. It's, it takes something fancy that I haven't figured out quite yet. Uh, but Moshe says therefore. Um, therefore, as long as he hasn't said that explicitly, the default is that the woman in such a case gets a ketubah of, uh, of 200. And then he says, um, that, um, right, sorry, it's the, the other way. Right. If, if he marries a woman while he is not Jewish, and then um, he converts, so. His relationship with her, sorry, I, I had a devil around, right? His relationship with her begins while um, begins when the condition can't be consummated, but the relationship, his relationship with her began while she is Heptullah, so when the marriage is actually, not kind of when the marriage is Chal, the condition is Chal, which wasn't possible before he converted, it's still nonetheless, right? Even though at the time um, of the initiation, uh, in the case of the Ketanah, she was not capable of entering into Kedushan, in the case of the man who converts, he was not capable of entering into condition. Nonetheless, when the condition happens, it ratifies the prior, for lack of a better term, marriage, uh, rather than initiating a, um, a new relationship. So, Ramosha ends up saying, on the basis of that, so he says, look, if a couple just had a casual sexual relationship, so according to the first logic that she shouldn't suffer for something he did or he takes responsibility for everything he did. So maybe uh, the, standard, um, the standard Ketubah is 200 in that case, but if you take it as a claim that it, if you take it, and maybe that Ramosha would think that that would justify the uh, contemporary practice of uh, writing a Ketubah 200 without inquiring anyway, even in cases where the public presumption is that um, the bride is not a virgin, uh, so I think we usually explain that as saying that we assume that the husband is Mechabel al-Atsma, but Moshe uh, might give us, if we put particular teeth in that if we think, if the issue is that the, that we think that the couple had itself had a prior uh, sexual relationship, okay. Um, but then he says, and he says that would, but if the point is that the marriage relationship is initiated when they make the commitment, so if the relationship is consummated before the commitment, then in such, right, so for a casual relationship, the, uh, it would only be one hundred. and You have to use the logic that um, he just voluntarily uh, accepts the additional obligation upon himself. Uh, if the uh, woman was uh, mentally incompetent at the time they began the relationship, so he thinks that because that's a person who, although it, it changes, but at the he doesn't think that's he thinks that's different than a minor. That um, there's no possibility of entering into any kind of marriage relationship. He thinks you can enter into a marriage relationship with a katana. You just can't make it de deoraisa. But with a shota, he thinks someone who's totally incompetent, you can't do that. So that wouldn't apply there either. So that's okay. Also interesting. But he gets to the nafkumin of our case, which is really fascinating. He says, "But if you had a civil marriage, so right, you don't have to do right. All the cases we've had so far are you know are fancy cases where." Um, where there was some halachic barrier to the canon to the condition being chal. But here he says, look, there are two people that could have had kedushin, they chose not to have kedushin, they, they're not married to each other, they don't need to get if they separate, and now they want to be halachically married to each other, they want kedushin. So Rabbi Moshe says, All the, right, even in such a case where there was no barrier to the kedushin being chal before, we still see the kedushin as the ratification. Of the prior relationship, and not as the um, and not as the initiation of a new relationship, and therefore, in such a case, if she was a betulah uh, at the time of the civil marriage, then medina she gets the ketuba of two hundred at the halakhic marriage, unless he explicitly says, "I wish to break the old relationship and continue the new one." Now, I really don't know beyond the question of the amount of the ketuba. What other nafkeminas, Rav Moshe's notion that there is a marriage relationship, uh, just a a marriage relationship that either party can leave, um, created by civil marriage. Um, I don't know if it has any impact on the question of whether it's uh, it's us or as premarital sex or not. Uh, or could you come with a much fancier position that it is usser, but until the point when the condition happens, but the condition in some way, I don't think you can say the condition happens retroactively. You can't say that the, if the woman sleeps with somebody else during that period, that she retroactively becomes an ashesi so I'm not sure what it means in that regard. Uh, in that regard, either an argument that would interest me is uh, um, when people uh, who had non-Orthodox marriages or civil marriages uh, become bali tshuva. So the question is, do you have to do a new chuppah and condition for them? I think the practical psaq in America is certainly not. The um, question, though, is why not if we paskin, um, like Rav Moshe, that really they haven't had condition previously. So right? so we generally say, that well, they must, you know, when they consummate the marriage next, they must have that Das kedushin. That, of course, runs into the problem of uh, Rav, Rav uh, having said that we give lashes to people who consummate uh, kedushin um, by um, or create kedushin through uh, sexually. So there has to be something different about this. Uh, so I wonder if we could say that according to Rav Moshe that. Uh, if the relationship already exists and all that's happening is the Kenyan condition, as opposed uh, as opposed to the entire framework of the relationship being committed by the sexual act, uh, whether that would be different, that would evade Rav's uh, stricture. I'm sure there are other approaches to it. and I don't know them, but those are just throwing out nafkaminas. Uh, I think that a full treatment of emotions position, uh, I have not yet seen one that satisfies me. Um, so I'm throwing out nafkaminas and hopefully uh, either I or other people have opportunities to explore them. Thank you for listening to this sub-series at the Varshalanitan and I look forward to uh, having you join me in the next series. Please look for the announcement.